Hey everybody, this is Steve Gibson. And I'm Ryan Berger. And welcome to this week's episode of Distinctly Digital, a modern recruiting podcast. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about how it's a digital world and what you do online matters. Welcome back. You know, it's a pleasure to be here. It seems like it's been weeks since we've gotten to sit across the table, look at each other eye to eye, and just have a conversation. You know, I've missed it. I've missed it. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I can tell you're thrilled. I am ecstatic to be here. Okay, great. Um, really excited to talk about what you do online and why it matters. Yeah, you know, it's uh, this is an interesting topic. It's something that um, I stumbled across. And I, and, and I know that we all know this, that, that anything we do, any impression we make matters in, in a lot of different ways. And so we've talked in the past about how your digital presence impacts the way clients and candidates see you, you know, the first impression you make, how you can be found, all those things. This is more along the lines of if you treat someone poorly, a candidate bad, you ghost them, um, you know, you, you have a, a post that's a little offensive or something that takes place through the digital ecosystems that are available mm-hmm. to us. And then that reverberates and is able to uh, potentially be harmful to not only your reputation, but to the reputation of your of your firm. Mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, it's one of those things that we've. I feel like talked about. Not just, not necessarily on this podcast, but in general, ad nauseum about client or candidates. Right. You know, talking about what you do, what you say on Facebook, your employer can see that. Right. But recruiters don't necessarily um, always follow their own advice. Well, it's it's easy to get uh, caught in your own world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm guilty of this. You know, you're just thinking kind of uh, from your own perspective, especially if you're a small firm. And mm-hmm. or and you're it's your it's your firm, which are a lot of the types of clients that we deal with, um, you know, so they have uh, they really don't have to be accountable to anyone but themselves. And so, you know, a candidate makes you upset or a client makes you upset. You go online, you create a Facebook post about this and you just kind of spout off about it. Mm-hmm. Actually, I had uh, my wife is connected to someone on Facebook and uh, this is a little Cape Toronto gossip. Um, so oh, spill the tea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So so, <laughs> so this is to kind of illustrate your point. So a gym owner in our town decided to go on Facebook and complain about some of the members that they had at this particular workout class, how they weren't in shape and shouldn't have been there. And really just big oof. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea what they were thinking. And so they did this. And several of the members saw this. And it, they weren't even the ones that that person was talking about, but it offended them. And so now Naturally. they're yeah, now they're <laughs> leaving that gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, these kind of things can take place just because any information that we put out there becomes very, very public, even if it's not a private group, even if it's in a private email. Uh, there was a recruiting firm about a year and a half ago. Uh, it's not one of our clients, thankfully, but one of their associates emailed one of the other associates internally about a negative uh, a negative response to a person's submittal of their mm-hmm. resume or a conversation they were having. And they accidentally hit 
the forward button or reply all button mm-hmm. instead of the forward button. And it went to the candidate that they were talking about. And this spread everywhere. It hit the AP picked it up. It was on Yahoo News. It was in, in uh, so pretty much any online journal you can think of. And it was just one little hiccup from a small firm with a candidate they had no intention of ever moving forward with, but they mm-hmm. just, it was apparent that they were uh, treating her poorly. And then that kind of, um, a kind of, of, of thought uh, of the way that, that some people have about recruiters already was just kind of, um, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Amplified. Amplified. Thank you. And <laughs> that's what I do. I'm yeah, a word guy. You are. Yeah, you are a word <laughs> guy. Amplified. And it just went out everywhere. And it was really bad. This organization had to shut down their website. Uh, they closed it all down for at least, I think it was about three or four months until they things kind of cooled down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they, then they kind of started back up again. Um, but, but that's how touchy it can be if we're not careful. Well, especially, I mean, with this industry, you're dealing with people's livelihood. Right. You know, so no one ever is going to be too happy when um, they're denigrated professionally or personally. Right. Um, you know, and I think what you're mentioning kind of is a good segue into into just what the perception of recruiters and the industry as a whole can be. Well, right now. So we're in a weird environment anyway. Um, anti-work movements, uh, you know, people just overall negative about having to go in and make a living for themselves, mm-hmm. which I am not a big fan of. Um, these kids knew what I went through back in my day. 10 years ago, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be talking like this. And, yeah. and, and obviously these old heads out here. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, so there's, there's, there's a level of, of, of things that are just kind of nonsense, but just because some of it's nonsense doesn't mean it's not real. It's not really being talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a whole Reddit channel for that anti-work, but more specifically in our case, there's a whole Reddit channel and online forums and Facebook groups and and just a lot of noise being made about things recruiters do, how they treat their candidates, how they treat their clients, and that they're only in it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the the group, the the name of the group, I actually have it here on my phone on Reddit is recruiting hell. And we apologize for the profanity. We're oh, just, we are yeah. just repeating. We're just reporting here. Right. People. Yeah. So I should, we'll put a disclaimer, maybe kids on this one. This is an yeah. explicit, explicit episode. episode. We got some H-E double hockey sticks in here. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so there's this whole forum on, and if, if for those of you that don't know what Reddit is, it is a online forum, essentially, with mm-hmm. a lot of different topics and subcategories where people go and they just discuss things that are taking place. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be really great for particular interest. There's actually good recruiting groups on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Like there is on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's some great recruiting groups on Facebook, too. Mm-hmm. And so all those. But everything that, that takes place from our conversations, the things that we do, the email exchanges that we have, the interviews, the not calling candidates, not engaging with them like we told them we were going to do, not following mm-hmm. up or having our our um, our keeping our word on things that that even even if it's bad news, bad news is better than no news in a lot of instances. Yeah, you'd rather be treated with honest, open communication than be left in the dark. Right. And I think that's the case with anything. Right. And I, the, I think the biggest sentiment mm-hmm. that I see on on a channel like this as I'm scrolling through some of these posts as we talk 
um, is that that the individuals that are dealing with recruiters, and these are both agency recruiters and internal recruiters, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. They feel as though that they're just a number or, or that the recruiters are really, truly in it just for money. Mm-hmm. They, it's it's more of a the, the feeling that a lot of people are getting or it's a numbers game. It's quantity over quality. Right. And let's let's preface this by saying we don't agree and, and we know that that this is not overall. Every recruiter. No. Um. You know, we, we work with really great firms here personally, mm-hmm. um, and, and I've never had an experience where I felt like we were working with a, a type of organization that that is going to treat its candidates or clients poorly. Um, and and the other flip side of this, so I worked at desk for seven years and I know as a recruiter, there's not enough time in, in the day to reply to everybody that reaches out to you. Mm-hmm. And so I have some sympathy here for for the firms as we talk about some of these things. But even a job posting on a job board or on your website or in other places is technically a representation of who you are as an organization. Absolutely. And, and, and if, whether it's, you know, the, the structure of it, the formatting mm-hmm. of it, how it looked, but then how if someone has responded to based off of that. Uh, yeah. And and, you know, even the. I think there's a lot of talk about buzzwords right now right. with with these types of job posts. I mean, even the the recruiting hell Reddit, they're the little, you know, subhead is we'll pay you an experience. Right. You know, so like those types of things that people see, you know, uh, I think in this time where professionals are empowered and often rightfully so. Right. Um, there's a lot of realization that we don't have to take. This type of, you know, we'll pay you an experience or uh, people are more weary, I guess I'd say, uh, of some of those buzzwordy type things. Yeah. You know, and I think some of it is is misguided mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways of people not understanding what it is recruiters do. Yeah. You know, as as we all know, recruiters don't necessarily work for the candidates. They work for the clients mm-hmm. and they're doing a really hard balancing act of of making sure that they're supplying what their client needs and not wasting their time. And then also making sure that they're giving the, the candidates the attention they deserve um, and, 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 and having as many conversations as they can with individuals to be a help to them as they're reaching out. But then they have to balance what kind of time they have within their day. Yeah. So it is a tough, it is a tough balance. Um, I think this is where technology comes in to aid in this, you know, being able to have auto responses set up, having a website that can handle that, mm-hmm. having a place to to be able to if someone applies and you can quickly qualify and look at their resume, um, uh, even have things like qualification forms as they're filling out an mm-hmm. application. If it's your website and you can, tr- can control when they apply, have two or three questions that, you know, will qualify them for that particular role. And you can do a quick scan. And then if, if they're not a fit, then send them into a campaign or into a journey where then it can, they can be responded to and kept in touch with in your database. And then just over time, you still nurture that individual because we never know if John Smith, who's not a fit today, may be a fit a year from now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of things that we can we can think about from that perspective. But But ultimately, if we don't have something like this in place... And this happens over and over and over and over again. Then all of a sudden, this is where that negative connotation of a recruiter never gets back to me. They're, they're only about themselves comes into play. Yeah, absolutely. I think and I feel like I make this point every single episode. 
But ultimately, it comes back to the whole thing is about people. Right. You know, and so even though you're doing things digitally, it still affects your real world, real world relationships. That was a tough one. That is a tough, That's one. A tough one. I'm, one not, out. I'm not even going to try it with, with yeah. my background. I'm Re- not... Recruiters, websites, real world relationships. Okay. Recruiters, websites, real world relationships. See, you got it. All to, you see the focus I had to do. Oh, though. Yeah. I closed no. my eyes and I had to really think. Yeah, he was in it. But (laughs) focusing on those relationships, you know, what you do digitally affects you in the physical world. Right. You know, it's I've seen, you know, just talked about buzzwords. One of them, you know, they talk about it's uh, it's it's fidgetal, you know, physical, digital. Say it again. Fidgetal. Fidgetal. Okay. But it's uh, it's this idea that, you know, everything that you're doing online is going to be brought into the real real world. I mean, you see it. And, you know, just with the advances that tech companies are doing, I mean, look at Meta. They want to create a whole metaverse where you're bringing the real world online. Right. And so, you know, if you are doing things right, if you are responding and again, clients we work with are doing this, um, many recruiting firms are doing this, then it can be a great boost. Right. I mean, word of mouth is still important. Testimonials are important. Reviews on Google. But if you're doing things like ghosting, which is a you know a huge problem, right? Um, if you're generally rude in your response, right? Um, if you're dismissive, right? These things can come back to haunt you, right? Because that 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 took place, so that email that took place that was never responded to, or maybe was shrugged off with a very short response, or no, thanks, you're not a fit, you know, something very 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 um, derogatory or something along those lines. That that interaction that took place online then goes into the real world mm-hmm. where then it is it is spread about by word of mouth yeah, or what I, takes place i could sit here and say steve guess what happened to me you know these jerks over at xyz company you know we should never work with them because uh you know they called me a mean name yeah I'm, so i'm sorry yeah i appreciate it xyz company is you know they're known for, they're, they're, well, they're, they're com- known for they're it. completely they're, wrong with whatever yeah. they said yeah I appreciate I appreciate you defending me. <laughs> now I'm angry about I hope, this whole fiction. I hope XYZ is listening. Okay? Yeah, well, if they're one of our listeners. Right. Yeah, you can stop now. <laughs> Not the other guys, though. Um, right. So when we're talking about this, though, how can recruiters dispel these types of negative notions outside of just don't be rude? I mean, the biggest thing. Yeah, that, that's number one is, yeah. is, is really just just treat others as though you want to be treated yeah, the golden rule still applies and then think before you post anything uh you know i know that, that you could have could have just had a deal fall apart mm-hmm. uh a candidate could have just ghosted you um you know it, it, a lot of things can take place that get you heated up and then all of a sudden you're wanting to write a linkedin post or a facebook post or something online and then you send it out there mm-hmm. you know just take a minute if, if you have a situation that 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 makes you upset and and, and get it out there later uh, and that way you can go with a clear head when you're posting something. I think that's important. I think if you have a team, uh, have a little quality control. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every employee that we have represents our organization. And if there isn't a one, a consistent voice or something that is representing who your organization is. Um, I think that's where a lot of this will happen uh, in leaks of individuals where it's not their company or they're not mm-hmm. completely 100 percent accountable for what the organization is. And they're just mad. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that making sure that your employees have a guidelines 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of things that we do for our clients is when we go into uh, handling the social media set guidelines, making sure that every post from an organization actually represents their voice, their tone, mm-hmm. their branding, all those things that go along with that. Yeah. Um, and most people don't have in their creed of about being a jerk. Yeah, um, so, it's so it's not in the, in those branding guidelines and in that in that mission or the motto of the organization, it probably shouldn't be posted and, and employees need to know that. Yeah, absolutely. It, it never hurts to sit down and just review how you want to be seen. It really doesn't with the people who are out there, especially because, you know, you can you can be the head of your firm, but you're not necessarily putting in, you know, you're you're not putting in the FaceTime with candidates the same way that that your recruiting team may be. Right. And so it's important that they understand how they should be uh, putting the firm out there. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and on top of that as well. So, um, you know, I, so I come from a, pre, a, a public relations background. Uh, that's what my degree is in. And, and some of the best things that we can do is control the news. Mm-hmm. And so if you're putting information out there consistently, that is, it's positive and is engaging and interacts with clients and candidates on those things like social media platforms and and are and are proactively involved in in those areas then even if something comes back maybe a recruiter didn't get back with a, a candidate and it wasn't nothing malicious it just didn't have time or they forgotten mm-hmm. and those things that took place and that candidate goes and writes the scathing review of, of the organization on google or whatever it may be there's a lot of other information out there to combat that not only that, but you, you've had in place then the, you know, people don't only know you as the the recruiting agency that was mean. Right. You know, they know you as a place that, OK, this is a one off. People make mistakes. Right. And people are willing to accept that people make mistakes. And I think the best word that you used in there was was proactive. Right. You know, it's better to be proactive than reactive. Yes. Right? With anything online. Yeah. Because you're ahead of it already. Yeah. You're ahead of it. You've established who you are. People know you as as a place that is that actually cares for the community and and for for their clients and candidates. Uh, so it's easier to combat any negative stigma that comes about from a potential bad experience. Right. You know. So there's a software. I'm going to give a free plug uh, to all of our listeners. Shout out. Um, because I think it does a good job, and it does kind of what we're talking about here is is that is great recruiters. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a software that allows you to be able to have candidates and clients grade and review individual recruiters within your organization and they help uh don't quote me on all of this but i believe that they help go out and they help people help uh, create ways and avenues for you to be able to secure those kind of reviews make it very transparent and then individuals can then can go in and see and 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 respond with what they look like from to the external audience Mm -hmm. out there. They really are proactively addressing some of the things we're talking about. And it's a great solution because not only then do do candidates get to see how how you're responding or, or what people think of you uh, or, or, and, and, but then also you get to see what other people think of you yourself. And then your mm-hmm. management team also gets to see this and it, it allows for a very transparent and open dialogue about how you're responding and treating. And in most of these cases, it's going to be candidates. So I'm just going to use mm-hmm. the word kids, how you're treating candidates and, uh, and then how to address those issues. So great recruiters can be a really good way for recruiting firms to create a transparency 
within their process and get ahead of, hey, all my recruiters have five stars with 300 mm-hmm. reviews. Yeah. So obviously they're doing something right. And this one bad egg was just a, a bad experience that was a mishap of communication versus. It's, it's a one off. Yeah. One off. So there's always the outliers, right? There's oh, always yeah. there's, it's always there. We can't always prepare for everything. But mm-hmm. so something like that and implementing that kind of software uh, into your, and again, I'm going to use the buzzword tech stack can be really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to kind of sum it up there, you know, sometimes there's a negative stigma, right? It's not the industry as a whole. No. Uh, but that stigma can apply to it. Right. Uh, but there's things that we can do to combat it. Right. There's nothing that's going to be an immediate fix. If no. there was, we would do it. Right. People would, I mean, if, if we could snap our fingers and say, nobody hate me, I think we'd all do it. Sure. Um, but there's things you can do. Don't be rude. Don't be a jerk. Right. Just to start off, um, you know, actively work to counteract these things, really build out your digital space to 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 showcase who you are and what you do and make sure that that your team is on board with how you want to be seen. Right. Um, you know, anything that I'm really missing here? I mean, no, I, I think that's that's really it. You know, implement different softwares and solutions to be able to help mm-hmm. automate the processes and things that you can do from a response perspective. And I would say take some time. Google your brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, see how you come up. Uh, if you come up, if you don't call me, but how you come up and what that, uh, what that looks like, how you, how you're presenting yourself, not only uh, the way visually, but then how people are perceiving your recruiters and interactions that you're having. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say spend some time on, uh, it's, you're going to feel dirty afterwards. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have to take a shower and, and scrub yourself with a, with a, with a what is it? A, a, a wire, wire brush. Wire wire brush <laughs> right. Uh, but go read recruiting hell. Um, I think it gives a good perspective of just what people are seeing. Because remember, you're not, even though your firm is great and you're doing things correct, you still ha- are having to suffer and overcome the objections of mm-hmm. candidates that are experiencing other bad, uh, other bad situations with other firms. Yeah. Uh, and that, that can be more difficult than anything because it, you didn't do it. Now they have no trust, but for you to kind of have a good understanding of what kind of objections are out there, what people are experiencing, I think it gives us a little sympathy. I mean, you're going to see the crazy people and you're going to know, but it does give us a little sympathy and an understanding of, of, uh, of maybe what some people are going through and gives us a little bit of sympathy of how to handle it. And really it gives you in a way an advantage. Yeah. I mean, cause, cause if you know that there are firms out there that are, for instance, ghosting, which we do not know that there are firms doing that, but you see these specific examples. You can say that that's one thing that we're committed to not doing. Right. And it's very simple, you know, from to take someone who's had a bad experience and bring them into a good experience. Well, if you do that, they become a, an advocate for your company. Absolutely. They, they become a mouthpiece. They become a referral source because they are so excited and thrilled that they were treated in a certain way that they hadn't experienced yet. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, and another thing, too, it gives you a great opportunity and things to look at from a blog perspective and content that you can create about things that you can see and, and to say, OK, so this is a problem that we're seeing. A lot of people have complained about this. Let's address this about how we do it differently. It lets you know even really kind of what to highlight in your process when you're speaking with candidates. Mm-hmm. I mean, so these are things that you can take advantage of. And again, using what's there visu- uh, digitally, be able to then bring it into a real world application of how your brand can be a a resource and an advocate to someone's career moving forward and a trusted resource, which is most important. Absolutely. I mean, trust is uh, trust is the name of the game here. Name of the game. It's the name of the game. Name of the game. Yeah. 
So, uh, I mean, I think that's all I got to say on that. Yeah, no, I think you that's know? good. I think, um, you know, I, you, I mean, write us a letter if you disagree, it's because don't go online because then we'll have to deal with it. But you write us a letter, <laughs> we'll just burn it. Yeah. And worry about your complaints later. Yeah. Um, no, um, you know, it's naturally. That's naturally. how we do business. Right. That's how, it's doing. exactly. That's how a website company does business. Um, so, uh, no, but these are all things to remember. Um, keep in mind as you are, as you're just kind of interacting online and, and approach each interaction, each conversation, each opportunity with a candidate as the one that matters to, to the most degree or utmost mm -hmm. degree so yep. that, that way it's something that that will always be um uh, not, not, nothing that will get in your way of being able to to continue to build relationships with clients and candidates moving forward so, exactly um as always shh, hello germany yep thank uh, you uh, australia australia yeah well, thank you for for joining us today i know uh, that you guys got a lot of time for lockdowns and all <laughs> but <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, any other international listeners, thank you. Domestic, thank you. Yeah, um, we appreciate everybody tuning in. Yeah. Um, check us out next time. Uh, don't forget to go to our social channels, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Uh, give us a like and a share. Uh, and if you have a, uh, you know, if, if you send us a message, you have a good topic, something you want to learn more about. You know, I think we're, we're, we're going to be leaning more towards applicant tracking system soon and having those conversations. And because I know it's every recruiter's favorite question is, what's your what's your go-to applicant tracking system and you get about a, a thousand different answers and so there may you know our, our thought is to go through and spend some time looking at different ones pros cons and, and what kind of uh what kind of uh software recruiter should choose so yeah absolutely so just uh be sure to subscribe so you can hear those episodes going forward and uh as always thank you for listening see you next time